Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of the Fueltopia podcast. I'm Dan Fijant, your host again tonight, and I've got Dave. No, I haven't got Dave. I've <laughs> not got Dave. I've not got Dave. That's a surprise. Oh. Be arsed today. I have got Paps. Hello, Paps. Hello, Dan. <laughs> and Andy. Hello, Dave. Hey, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that by no- I was thinking to myself, I was like, right, don't mention uh, we haven't got Dave. And straight away, is the last thing I was thinking. I was like, right, we haven't got Dave. We got Andy and Paps. We got Andy and Paps, yeah. Dan. Boom, Dave. <laughs> Hello, Dave. Don't don't mention the war. Don't mention the war. Oh, honestly, honestly, I was I was that's all I could think of then. Uh, yeah, so great start. Dave will love that when you listen to that as well. <laughs> so yeah, we haven't got Dave tonight, but we have us three, and we've got a couple of cool topics because basically we're the the way that these will hopefully work going forward is um we'll each bring a topic to the table and we'll discuss it and we'll talk to you guys about something that we found interesting from the past week or the past few weeks depending on like the gaps between we chat so hopefully that will come across well uh and everyone will enjoy that but um before we get into that uh as paps pointed out before the podcast there's a very important motor show going on right now uh geneva um yes. and we were just talking about some of the crazy stuff that we've all seen and um what was it you were just saying perhaps if it's dominated by electric stuff mostly but so there is a lot of electric stuff so obviously that is the big future i think polestar yeah. have a quite a cool it's almost a concept but a lot of people know polestar from volvo mm-hmm. um volvo have got a cool few things uh there's a lot of very cool stuff koenigsegg have just released the yeska that looks Which insane, is, by the way. Is another evolution of what they they just do so well. Mm-hmm. And I was watching a video on it earlier, and it's just even the little details, like they they come the things that they come up with. There's images of the gearbox on the engine, and in total, it's only about maybe eighteen inches long. What? Including the rear diff or That's the diff nuts. as such, <laughs> it's it's absolutely insane. It's yeah, it's a nuts car. The Gatti. There always got, seems um, to be. I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but when Geneva always seems to have some wild stuff. Like yeah, some of the concept cars that you see there. I mean, unfortunately, we rarely see them become real life. But well, for my opinion, anyway, I don't know whether I'm wrong, but um, it's kind of cool seeing all these prototypes sat. Yeah, but they they tend to get so watered down by you know Euro NCAP and uh, emissions and and bureaucratic bollocks that they can't make the cars that the engineers, I'm sure, would love to make. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, I think yeah. I think that's true. I mean, you see that, like, you you almost, it just seems sad that you see it get watered down. But, I mean, I was just looking just before we started chatting about some of the Jaguars um, that they've revealed. Uh, and they look wild. Like, And not to mention, not, not just the Jaguars, but the Alfa Romeo looks incredible, the one that they were showing off. Um, Is that like, a little SUV thing? Yeah, a little SUV. It just looks so wild uh, yeah. <laughs> um, for an SUV. But, I mean, it's it's interesting. It's, a, it's one of those shows every year that I kind of think they just go the engineers as you were saying andy it's what they want to make <laughs> and they yeah, go they exactly. just go they go for it <laughs> yeah i mean i i like that whole idea of that concept i like the i like extreme things at motor shows uh-huh. like kind of they've come up that bugatti have come up it, it basically it ca- translates to, to, to the black car yeah. so it's their one-off 110th anniversary kind of heralds back to the original um type 59 i think it was right um 
you know, nine million pounds or something along them lines. Oh my Gosh. god, really? Yeah. And then at the same time you get Ferrari who have the four eight eight Pista Pista. Which right. is you know, it's just another version of a Ferrari, pretty boring. Porsche have got another GT three R S mm-hmm. pretty boring. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not a boring, yeah, it's not right. a boring car. But, no. Porsche uh, TPRS could never be called boring. Exactly. I was just like, thinking that. I was like, I wouldn't mind I was like, yeah, Exactly. <laughs> In the sense that you've got Koenigsegg coming up with a, another car that could potentially do 300 miles an hour. I guess I guess maybe what you mean, perhaps, is that it, the, like, it's part of the norm, isn't it? A Porsche is just a new Porsche. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, it's, part- it's the same as a Ferrari. It's just another Ferrari. Yeah, it's another Ferrari. It's, it's too normal. It's too what we expect. It's it's as terrible as that sounds. Uh, it's like yeah. you, you expect that to happen. <laughs> uh, um, there is pretty cool thing that has it apparently it appeared last year in geneva and it's there again this year but What's i've never actually then? seen it before it's a company called matt or mat it's basically it's some italian company name that has just been shortened to mat right they're making a i suppose you could call it a kit car mm-hmm. but it's a herald back to the lancia stratos oh no way based on an f430 ferrari Oh, dude, that sounds awesome. So not only do you have to have a, an F430 donor car, you also have to have about 500 grand for them to build it. <laughs> That's a bit different. It's like, like a, a great business yeah. plan from that company. It does. But they've... It's a bit different to like an Exocet on an MX5, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It's a little bit different. I mean, they said they make 25 of them, and yeah. I can imagine they'll sell. And some of the photos, even one of the old photos, goes back to the old kind of Group B rally oh, days. Wow. Scott with the same livery and it's kind of like oh if i had half a million pound and an f430 just casually lying around that i didn't <laughs> want anymore yeah um, i'd yeah. be tempted to that's amazing i've never i've not heard of that one and that was there so that's made another appearance this year then that's made another appearance this year yeah. and it was somebody that um i think most of us follow on social media has actually shared it and it was like oh hello what is that yeah that's very, because very cool you know, that is something big that's going on in the moment, being Geneva Motor Show. Mm-hmm. No, that, something I'd love to go to. But see, the, the thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm much less interested in the, the the stuff that goes like 600 miles an hour uh-huh. and costs like a hundred million pounds and is, you know... Going, you want a 15 grand fuel, gym. It's fueled by the tears of leprechauns, yeah. you know? <laughs> like the, 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 the kind of normal stuff that you actually might see on the... Like the wee... Honda EV urban thing. Yeah. Yes. Looks looks so cool. Looks so cool. Yeah, that looks awesome. Like a modern car. Yeah. So you're more, and they're going to be yeah. they're going to be the cars the cars that you see all the time. Gotcha. Yeah, that yes. makes sense. That that makes and sense too. Yeah. I get more excited about them because then it's like oh that's coming that's coming that's coming. Yeah. And these so are like things the I'm excited. Yeah. I don't I don't hang out outside Harrod so I'll I'll never see a Pornigzeg. <laughs> Giacomo, whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> you know? Isn't Giacomo the clothing company? That's amazing. Conningsegg Giacomo. It's like an extra large Conningsegg. Uh, <laughs> we'll get hold of them. We go. We've got a great name for your next car. Call yeah. it the Giacomo. The Giacomo. No, that's no, just got I, a huge wing on it. I'll be honest. I'm I'm with Andy. Perhaps like it doesn't. As much yeah. as it's cool seeing some of these things, I actually love it when the little the smaller people. Um, 
Yes. Uh, the yeah. smaller manufacturers, like the the more commonplace cars, when they make something special. I mean, I don't. I actually just before we came on tonight, I saw an advert for a new Peugeot, and I didn't know it was the new Peugeot. Apparently, it's a new electric one, right? So I'm watching right. this really cool looking car that looks quite sporty going this mountain pass, and I said to I said to my girlfriend, I was like, that actually looks really awesome. And then the Peugeot badge flagged up, and I was like, oh no, oh, oh no. <laughs> Let's put that down. We're going back to the whole French thing. And, I am. Know. I grew up there, so unfortunately, there is a part of me uh, that wants to, you know, wants to be. Well, it's always wanted the Renault Twingo. <laughs> always wanted the Renault Twingo. Uh, but yeah, I felt, or, or a Twizzy. Well, yeah, no, or a Twizzy. That's the electric one, isn't it? That's the tiny little weird two-seat thing that looks like it should not be called should, a car. Should be a moped or something. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, that's it's yeah, it definitely. That was um, I was quite depressed, quite sad when I realised I'd uh, just done that. But I, I couldn't. Well, at the same time, Peugeot <laughs> did make the two hundred five GTA, they did, so... which is awesome. Which is an exactly. Awesome car. That's very true. I mean, I would. Um, I would. I'm interested to see where this electric stuff goes. Like talking about the fact that the electric cars. I mean, everyone. The news articles right now are saying the electric cars are dominating Geneva Motor Show. Um, yeah. Obviously, it's the future, and I love Teslas. I've been lucky enough to be out in a few, in the entire range now. I think apart from the Roadster, and it's amazing. Like I think it's just the best thing ever. But um, uh, I am. Well, I'm curious to see how it's going to translate to motorsports. Obviously, we've got Rallycross adopting electric. Um, yeah. yeah, this is going to be an interesting thing. And I was kind of uh, one of the cool things I like about Geneva Motor Show is you see what the consumer cars are going to be. And it kind of gives you a slight inkling to what the the motorsport maybe might be able to do with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah so I'm curious. I mean, is there not a, a series coming out based purely around Tesla at some point? Did I not see that? Oh, I don't know, actually. Is that is that being... I'm, I'm sure that was a thing where somebody was floating. Is, is um... it just like autopilot, though? So it's just... You're just... <laughs> exactly. Every car drives around perfectly in a circle. Doesn't you get your MAC licence just to be a passenger. <laughs> oh, you're 100% right, uh, Paps. It's um, uh, I know what's going, electric GT championship uh, with 10, yes. 10 races, all based on the Tesla P100D. So that's the nut, that's the mental one, isn't that's it? That's the yeah. nuts one. Yeah, that's wow. the... Uh, it's uh, let's see, let's see if we can catch it in the UK somewhere. So yeah, that's um, full fat racing. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty awesome. So it's coming. How, to how, are, are, how are the cars styled? Are they like styled like sort of GT3 type? Uh, well, from looking at this, obviously, it, um, it's it, they look fantastic. It's uh, it's a render, the one that's on the electric GT website, uh, and it just looks like a, a Tesla with flared arches and a massive body kit. Um and split, splitters, side skirts, and a massive spoiler. It actually looks pretty sick. Uh, it sounds, it sounds like my cup of tea, right? Yeah, now. dude. This this actually looks pretty awesome. So we'll see whether uh if we can come, you know, hopefully get down and see one of them. But oh, actually, there might actually be some. Yeah, no, this looks cool. I think. Well, they're coming to Silverstone anyway, so that's that could be that could be something pretty cool in the future. But yeah, I think Geneva Geneva Motor Show does show the wild and wacky. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. Is it on till the rest of the week? Uh, I believe it's all this week. <clears throat> all so. this week, yeah. Well, th- I think now's as good time as any, right, to break into one of the topics because that, you guys t- t- kind of stepped on it a little bit then when you were talking about cars that you prefer over maybe the crazy cars and so on. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Andy, I'll let you present your topic because I think it's a brilliant subject matter for tonight. Well, basically, anyone who has cars, likes cars, is into cars, has always... They always like, oh, I'd love that. Something mm-hmm. goes, I'd love that. So basically, if you were to win the lottery tonight, mm-hmm. 
what are the three cars that would fill up your garage, but they're the only cars <laughs> you can have for the rest of time. The only cars, right, okay. Yeah. Oh, um, oh. <laughs> oh, man, it's too... This is like, I, I, I like Andy, I spent hours thinking about this. <laughs> yeah. So, so, and yeah. I, I have three, and yeah. I have two honourable mentions, because oh, okay. one's, you know, just... See, just I've, I only have two car. so far. Oh, is one of the new Jimny? No, it's not. <laughs> Although, I mean, that's an exceptional looking little car. I have that to is, say. that is a very cool looking car. But I don't think <laughs> very that, cool looking car. It wouldn't make my list, I don't think. No. Uh, also, that is a bargain of a car. You get to look yeah. that cool driving around for that cheap. Like, I mean, yeah. come on, like. <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> and it's four wheel drive, and if it's yeah. anything like the old gymnies, can go anywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah they are awesome. They're just but... unstoppable. Big tires, and they are unstoppable. The but, guy, yeah. one of the guys I know, has literally driven one up, uh, not <laughs> near vertical, but it's pretty tough to walk up hill. Oh man, that's awesome. Um, um, but to be fair, a... perhaps to guys like us, any hills are far, <laughs> hard to walk up. You know, that piece of level ground's a bit tough, though. You know, as, a, as an audio podcast, we've just painted a terrible picture of ourselves right there. <laughs> exactly, that's literally, that's literally the best. But um, the but as as cool as it is, it wouldn't make my list. No, no, no. Um, I'm curious now because. Paps has a ridiculous, uh, ridiculous uh, taste in cars, and I'm curious what is number one on his list so far. Yeah, what, 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 what is your first car then, Paps? <laughs> right, hang on. We, we, we'd like to go from cheapest to most expensive, oh, oldest no, to newest, oh, I don't know. or oh, most prone. common to rarest. Um, no, no. The, the, the first one that you would buy would be like oh. the one, the one you go and buy tomorrow after oh. you win the lottery tonight. Okay. Mm, first one would be. 69 Camaro. Oh, very nice. <laughs> the Yanko kind of 427, the very rare. Um, basically, Don Yanko was a dealer who took Camaros. Oh, God, you've got into specs. I actually... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, man. Uh, I love that. You get, like, the Yanko, like... <laughs> you know, you get, like, the Camaro SS, the RS, and all yeah, of them. The Yanko yeah, yeah. was an addition. So you're um, having so you're having the Camaro Giacomo, that's right, yeah. The Giacomo, <laughs> the Camaro, yeah. Giacomo, Camaro Giacomo. But that was, you know, it was. What made it so it special? Cool. Basically, so Yanko would take it. He'd do all the little bits you do, like little yep. bits of suspension, wheels. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it ran a big block Chevy, so a four twenty seven Chevy right. engine V eight, which is seven liter ish. Yeah. Yep. Four speed <laughs> manual. Put out, what, like 300 horsepower or something from <laughs> yeah. those 7 litres? 450. All oh, right. Which, oh. for 1969, is a hell of a lot of power. On, on, on 1969 brakes, I suppose. That yeah. On, on 1969 brakes, probably radial tyres as well. That's terrifying. Or cross-plies. Cross yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> utterly terrifying kind of car, but it has that classic look. Um, yeah, okay, just, so you'd have your muscle that, car. That'd be the first thing. That'd be a muscle car, old. Ah, right. What about you, Dan? What well, would be your? I'd actually picked out a muscle car as well, but I'm going to go Ooh. for the yeah. I, but it wasn't anything that fancy. Um, I was going to go for the and this is a lack of originality, I think now. So now I'm I'm fearing I'm going to be majorly judged. But it was basically <laughs> the the new Mustang, but the obviously the V8, and I was going to take yeah. it to be supercharged that afternoon. 
So um, I was going to have a supercharged V8, so I'm modifying it slightly, but there's no rules against that, I don't think. No, there's no rules against that. Because if it's the one car for the rest of your life, probably going to go through a few engines, let's be honest. (laughs) So I'm going to have my my Mustang, my Grand Tourer, basically, and that's going to be this uh, Mustang V8. um, uh, Coupe or convertible? Oh, the Coupe. And I've just realised, if I'm keeping a Ford for the rest of my life, that is definitely breaking. Uh, that is exactly. Not, that is not going to live. Well, anyway, it's a lovely thought, but it's going to have like some crazy supercharger and and be wild. That's the reason for me for that one is I've always wanted a Mustang. I love them. I think they're I think they're a sexy looking car, um, and they sound awesome. And when you're pooting around town or on a long drive, I think that would be pretty sick car to have. Uh, they are actually quite nice. The yeah. new Mustangs. They're they're full of creature comforts, and then you get the 5.0 V8 yeah. before yeah. you do anything. It's actually quite a nice engine. It's would not you, a nice car to drive. Would you not just go to your mate Vaughn and say, sort of, <laughs> have an RTR, RTR. You, know. you know what? I hadn't even thought about that. Of course, yeah. We'd rig up, uh, I would, yeah, 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 yeah. We'd rig up Vaughn um, and, and see if he could sort me out with, you know, a nice kit and everything, and let's get this thing, you know, let's get this pony. Pony uh, prancing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't trotting? Know. Trotting? Are we going to Ferrari here? Yeah, um, let's get my, um, yeah, let's get let's get that done. So yeah, that would be me. It's very boring though. As Paps described his, I was thinking, mine's like 40k and Paps is probably like a half a million that Mustang. 200. 200,000. 200 grand. Because they only made 201 of them. Oh my God. And what, he's That's got, the what, thing. and the dealership owns one? The, um, I think the, the first one was the prototype right okay okay so we've gone two muscle cars um yeah andy mine's is mine's is is actually really quite boring but kind of (laughs) not like i would i would buy an audi rs6 with of course with with all the stuff like all the options and that would just be the car for every day for the rest of my life. Oh my god, that's all you need. That is genuinely yeah. like all you need. That is absolutely V10 amazing. twin turbo. <laughs> that's an excellent choice, and a hundred percent like do that crazy remap so they get to like nine hundred brake. <laughs> yeah, uh, who, who is it that modifies them? Like AMGs, MTM. Um, I don't know. I know that MRC. I, I know there it. is a an Audi tuner that tunes those to like bonkers. What out the factory? Crazy. Um, they take a factory car, much like roof do for Porsches and things. I just go, do you know what? <sighs> let's oh, wow. make no. the turbos bigger. Let's yeah. make the injectors bigger. Let's make everything bigger. I've not heard of that. No, that's awesome. <laughs> they, the thing is, they don't look majorly different from the standard car. No, so you look and go, it's an RS6. So you go, mm. yeah, okay. Then it's just gone. In. That's that's the thing I like about the like, cars. Like, like I, I like a sort of sleeper type car. Yeah. Mm. And the RS6, although it's gonna when you see it, you know it's an RS6 if you're a car person. Mm-hmm. Most a lot of people that don't just kind of look at it like oh, it's an Audi Estate, you know, yes. and it's it's kind of understated. I kind of like that. It's a perfect car for every day, man. I hadn't even thought about that. You got the boot. You could get you know the the dog in the back. You've got. Yep. <laughs> You've, uh, that is perfect actually, for dogging. Yeah, perfect for dogging. You know, you can have the windows <laughs> down slightly. Everyone can jump in the back. It's it's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. That is actually a really damn. I'm regretting my choice already. I've already gone and spent. <laughs> I've already gone. This, uh, I've one of my spaces has gone. And I've got. Uh, I've got my heart set on one more, but I'll I'll wait. I want to hear what Paps comes up with next. Oh. So second one. Yeah. Uh-huh. The sensible one. <clears throat> would be the V10 M5. 
Oh, nice. So the E60 BMW shape, yeah. or E61 in the Touring, uh-huh. but the V10, and then, you know, maybe turbocharge it. Would it be, uh, would it be a, a standard? Would it be like an Alpina? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, see, now, now we're getting into the whole other world. Like, I do like the Alpinas, but the Alpina, oh, is the B5S was a supercharged V8. Oh, my God. Right, okay. But you want the actual so, V10? Uh, yeah, the V10, the M5. Yeah. You know, the American spec with the manual gearbox. Yes. Because we never got that option in the UK. And that's, so your, that's your everyday car? That'd be the everyday car. And it'd have to be a Touring, right? Surely. It'd have to be a Touring. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I could see that because I could see, you know, you and uh, you and Andy meeting up down the shops and Andy's in his RS6. Exactly. Uh, you're, you're in that's... that. Um, that makes sense. <laughs> Blasting down the autobahn. <laughs> <laughs> not the M1. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I get that. I do, um, I do remember that. I mean, that car is one of that. Is it not the last of the V10s in the BMW? It was the. Oh, what was there? There was the V12 in the 860. That's insane. I don't think there was ever really a V10. Somebody might go, oh no, well, you know, on in this series it was that. Yeah. But as far as I know, the only one that actually had a V10 was the M5. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And it was the last one to have the V10 because it was just batshit crazy. I love that shape as well. I think it's a great, like, it's aged really well, I think, um, compared to a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, I, I've i got my, I've got second one now. I killed the other one. <laughs> um, but the the one I had, I had a 545, which yeah. was the basis of the Alpina engine, which is just that engine, but supercharged. Nice, yep. Um, which obviously led me to start looking at what superchargers Alpina use on the on that engine. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, it's funny that you'd go for your sensible car. Like Andy's gone out to, to his Audi dealership, right? And he's just plunked down like was it seventy, eighty grand, right? Probably um, with about twenty grand's worth of options as yeah, well. Yeah, with about so Andy's, yeah, right. Andy's Andy's plowed up a hundred grand. Whereas you've just gone to Auto Trader, perhaps, and taken <laughs> uh, taken about ten grand down the pub uh, and, and met Jim. Like, <laughs> the worrying thing is, you can pick them up for under twenty k for an, an okay one, or under fifteen k for one that you'd like. It's just maybe maybe run around it for a year, then what? sell again. True, yeah, no, true, true. But you can't sell this one, and you've got out of yeah. a second-hand car. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the car for the rest of your life. <laughs> That's fine by me. I, I like it. I like it, but it's just—I've I've got lottery winnings, which means I can fix it. Oh, true, very true, very true. No, <laughs> just, this, this, it, but you're already. I mean. Your first car well, is, is 50 years old. Yeah. Your second car is already 10. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm curious Yeah, the other now. one's slightly older. Oh, but, my God. Uh, I, I'm, I'm curious. No, um, right. Invest right. in wax oil, perhaps. Yeah. That's all I'll say. <laughs> a little underbody sealant. I just think it's brilliant that he's gone out and bought a second-hand car with his, with his billions <laughs> his billions of lotto money. Uh, I have... My one is a bit weird, and um, am I allowed to pick a van? You can pick whatever you want. Right, okay. Want. So this is something that I've always wanted, and it's mainly because I love the idea of being able to, like, basically travel travel about and stay with my van uh, and be able to travel around. So for me, it would be a VW Transporter, but, like, the top baller spec. Like, with, uh, like a T6 California. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, with like, like all the kit. Set up as a camper van. Set up as a camper van. And I'd be yeah. Dan, the billionaire, with his camper van. Uh, yep. And I'd just travel around, go wherever I want, uh, shoot any events I want to shoot, and I'd just there with my camper van. Uh, it'd yep. be good. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of with you. Three yeah. seats. 
Uh, no, no sweets being being given from my van. No, no. Um, <laughs> no I just, I don't know. I just, like, it's the freedom, isn't it? It's that. That's 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 always been an idea that's appealed to me definitely, greatly. Definitely. Love yeah. a van. I know. I and I mean they're not cheap. Like what are those? Um, they're the, like, the, uh, the, the, the T6 California starts at about 65 grand. Yeah, that's what uh, I mean. They're, horrend- they're ridiculous. So I'd I be, mean, I'd be yeah. seriously big pimping. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd slap down that 65 grand in the VW. Is it? Do you go to VW? I don't even know. Uh, no, yeah, you go to VW. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Slap that down and just say, make me comfortable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if, 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 if there's, I don't want an empty switch in this van. No, everything no. has to, has to, everything has to, everything has to have a button. Yeah. No. Uh, so that would be me. That would, uh, I'd have my Mustang for every day because obviously I'm baller with the V8 supercharged, and then um, the, the 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 transporter would be a sensible ride. That's. that's I'm, I'm, I'm kind of down with that to be honest with you. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm curious now. What what have you got in mind? So, so my second car would be a a Singer Porsche nice. 911 Ooh. as like my my like toy car, my my baby, the one I'd look after and probably polish too much. Oh yes, <laughs> that would be nice. Because I don't I don't know how much you've seen of the work that Singer does and like its resto mod Porsches, but it's the highest standard of anything I've ever seen. Oh, and I need to see this. No, I, I haven't actually, Andy. I admit, I'm not too familiar with it. I mean, you're probably, what, it's a Singapore, you're probably talking, what, 500 grand? Wow. Plus that, the car. It's that sort of money. It's, you know, and it's, they're all like, uh, is it 69 78 cars or something like that? Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. So the older, yeah. the original, more original shape, 911s. Yeah. And, like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how much power they make. I don't know anything about that. But <laughs> the, way, just, the way it looks, <laughs> the way it looks, the way like things like the time they spend on fucking door handles and yeah, and interior, and it's just like it just looks like the most incredible craftsmanship on what is already one of the most beautiful cars ever. Mm. Anyway, I'm gonna have to look that up. That sounds amazing. I'm just looking at pictures of them at the moment, yeah. and it's just like. Oh. can understand that so you've got your that's a smart okay cool so you have your absolute garage queen but obviously it isn't a garage queen because you're a billionaire so you can drive it whenever yeah. you want but you've got your beauty and you've got your practical car yeah yeah i'm liking that that's i've yeah okay because you can get all the parts for it in the back of the rs6 exactly yeah <laughs> and he has a tow car yeah to tow it. oh my god exactly. yeah it's your tow car that makes so much sense now yeah, yeah, After yeah. After what I've seen towing an Escort, uh, Mark II Escort down the motorway the other day, that is absolutely perfect. <laughs> I've seen somebody towing a Mark II Escort right. on a, a big Brian James-style trailer right. with a three-series compact BMW. What, towing it? <laughs> towing oh my the trailer God. with the so, car on. That's terrifying. Um <laughs> Do you know when you look at something, you're like, the weight of the trailer's pushing the car down onto the bump stops. Oh, like, my God. Oh. That's so bad. Uh, this is the thing. This is where the uh, 
grandfather rights issue comes into it with licenses in the UK because it was an old coffer about 900 years old that probably doesn't understand <laughs> anything no. and probably lost his caravan. Well, to be fair, back in the Roman times, he used to use two horses to pull that. It <laughs> yeah, true. Fine. Yeah, would have exactly. been fine. Would have been fine. But, you know, when you see something on the motorway, you're like, oh, I'm just going to make sure I'm past him before that gets a bit of a yeah. wobble on. Yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, man. <laughs> to be honest, I, I think that was pretty much every other car on the motorway, yeah. so... Get past yeah, it. exactly. Get past it, but um, the middle lane doing sixty. <laughs> so, what do you reckon, Pat? What's your what's your final car in your garage? Well, so the the one the 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 car, the one that would be all the fucking money. Yeah, is it's not so much based on it's it's just. I'll give you. See if you can guess what it is. It's probably the Central only car. Central Saxon VTS. Definitely, yes, definitely and VTS. The, it's the I only manufacturer them. that's ever entered and won a Le Mans race on their first attempt. Ford GT40. No. Oh, is is that not Nissan when they came in with the Le Mans? No. Oh, okay. Um, on their first attempt. First Toyota. attempt. No, it was a car that was never designed to race either. God. It was designed as a road car. And then suddenly they went, let's go race it. Oh, this is terrible. This shows my lack of knowledge. Um, mm. I have no idea. I actually don't know. What is it? What manufacturer so, is it? McLaren. Oh. So okay. the F1 GTR, the long tail version, uh. was there. The, obviously, the F1 was designed as a road car, kind of as a, a follow-on to another concept that they had previously. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Then somebody went, let's race it. So they made it longer. They put a huge backwing on it, mm-hmm. entered it in Le Mans, and came first, third, and a couple of other. Oh, that's awesome! Positions. That would and be their first first ever attempt at Le Mans. Well, how much would that even be worth? That would be insane monies. So one went for sale recently. We were having this conversation the other day, right? Um, with no price. <laughs> okay. You know, yeah. This is a. Yeah. A company based in the UK, and it's a road legal version, right? Um, which is the only think the only road legal one. There's only ten of these cars in the world to start uh-huh. with, and there's a lot of estimates along the lines of sort of twenty million pounds. Oh my god! Fucking hell. no wonder you're buying a ten-year-old yeah. BMW. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> but, that makes sense now. You know, this this is obviously a car from the nineties. Yeah, that's bonkers. You know, you've got that central kind of seating position. That is awesome. See, you've just made me think of something that was a car that, by all accounts, is awful. Yeah. But I've just remembered from my childhood that I saw at, like, a motor show and I fell in love with. Oh, well, this could mm-hmm. be it. This could be your go. chance. This is your chance to own it. <laughs> I don't think I want it, though. <laughs> See, I, I've not got anything. I don't think my lot is that exciting now, now that I think about it. Because the next one, my number three, the one that would be almost like my garage queen, um, <laughs> would be a, an original. So it, an original as well as the body's Ooh. concerned. An original Nissan Hakusuka GTR. Oh, GC10? Yes. Is it GC10? I yes. Believe, I believe, yeah. Oh, damn. But with, in that lovely um, like gunmetal colour they did it in. 
Yep. Uh, that yeah. would be for me. That's the winner. Um, and it would, but it would have all uprated. So I'd have like uh, KW variant three coilovers and stuff. So it looks, you know, so it looks rides nice. Would you drives put an well. RB in it. That's I would. That was what I was going to say. I would actually, oh. I'd have an RB thirty uh, if possible. Um, oh, you dirty boy. Oh, it would be amazing, and it would look beautiful and that would be my baby uh, and it would and i would try and treat it even though i could drive it every day and not care about it i would try and keep it for special occasions uh that would See, be that would be it's funny you say that because julian had one not his it was a customer's car for a while yeah. which was a hakasuka right you know, stunning car yeah. with an yeah. rb26 oh that's awesome yeah and it was just like I mean, the only oh, reason that... the only reason I'm saying RB30 is because um, having on the well, having spent a long time in Julian's Mac Tools uh, driving to Gapville, <laughs> I realised how incredible that. Oh, mate, I, I realised how incredible <laughs> that engine is, um, and I think it would be amazing in something that weighs nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, Julian actually has for his next car mm-hmm. an RB32. Oh wow! Which is a stroked RB30. That's awesome. I look forward to seeing um, where that goes in. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's that's the, that's the secret. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, of course. But of course. That's <laughs> over a thousand horsepower. Oh man, that's you unreal. know, it's probably on on big boost. It'd probably do eleven or twelve hundred horsepower, which that is, is amazing. That's you know, that's in insane. a rear wheel drive car. Yeah. Well, you know, it's 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 on a four wheel drive um, gearbox at the moment. But obviously, that's coming off. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's got some no, weird. Gearbox and all the Norwegians use. Oh, has I he? can't remember what it's called, but it's a sequential. Right. It's all billet alloy gearbox, um, and it looked even the gearbox is just pretty to look at. You wouldn't think that about a gearbox. You look at it, it's like that's a phenomenal piece of engineering. Yeah. Oh man, that sounds that sounds awesome. No, I, I mean for me that would be that's my three anyway. Yeah. That's, that's what, me that? sorted. Um, <laughs> So I'm curious now to see what Andy's last one, especially after he was inspired by you, Paps. See, that, that, that this is this is the one that kind of comes and goes because I, I really, I genuinely don't know. I've got a list of about eight cars. <laughs> <laughs> but don't forget, you got honourable mentions. Two vans. Oh, three yeah. vans. <laughs> three vans. <laughs> like I, I would quite happily have a Sprint or a Vito or a Caddy. Oh yeah, oh, that, the long wheelbase. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I would quite happily have a. Uh, an R32 Skyline oh, or yeah. a GTR. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like a classic shape Impreza. Mm-hmm. Well, like a 22, 22B. 22B. Yeah. 22B. Yeah. That's oh, the, yeah. yes. That's the one. Yes. Uh, I've just seen how much they're worth now. Oh, my God. It's horrendous. Yeah, 22B is yeah. horrible money. That's insane. Or I'd have like a Mark II Escort, a Mark I Golf GTI. Oh, thing uh, is though, Andy, these mm. are these are. I mean, you've you've selected like me. You've gone for cars that are quite common at some time. Do you know what I mean? At one time yeah. in their life. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm yeah. I get I get what you're saying. I mean, a lovely classic like that would be pretty awesome. Yeah. To complement. But the I always remember when I when I bought the house I'm in just now. Uh huh. The guy who was in it before me had just done like a nut and bolt restoration. Of a Mark II Golf Clipper, you know, oh, like yeah. convertible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And I tried to get him to include it in the house. I was like, "That's perfect. I'll have that. <laughs> we live here. Good things happen." Perfect. But, <laughs> but no, I mean, quite work out. No, it didn't. It, thankfully, I ended up with the spite mobile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, so I genuinely, I, I, I do like an E30 M3. Oh yes, that would be amazing. You know, mm. that's that's high on my list. But I've spent all day. I can't. I can't. No, 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 no. Just, just E30 M3 in red does me. Ooh. Ah, that's that's Ooh. awesome. Well, no, I think that's I think that's a good selection. That was a really that's a good topic because there's lots of like I already regret some is, of my choices. <laughs> exactly because yeah. if, if I was asking next week it would be yeah. three different cards. oh it'd be three totally different cards yeah that's the thing that's the thing but um no it's been um that's that's a that's a good topic I actually uh stop us now I got an ad read to do because uh we have to do the ad read we've got to pay pay our respects um sound like a proper podcast I know here. right I know I know we're bringing it in season two's got it all happening here we've I'll got put topics. my mic on mute just now while you read the ads <laughs> no problem at all um so this podcast is brought to you by Fueltopia Fueltopia also known as Fueltopia.co.uk UK is an automotive website which is a collective of basically articles written by a fantastic well, fantastic writers alongside amazing photographers and for well since 2005 Fueltopia has been bringing you the latest news and features of some of the most amazing car cultures around the world and I mean around the world we've had people everywhere and it is really really cool to see so no matter what you're into you can find it we're not only digital we also have meets at to Ace Cafe which happens every month um, and there was also a ton of merch on the website so for basically if you want to get up to date with what's happening what we're up to fueltopia.co.uk is the place to go to and we thank them very much for letting us use the name and bringing you this podcast so check out fueltopia.co.uk cheers guys thank you Fueltopia <laughs> right we have we have another topic we should move into um, I believe it was you Paps what have you got mate Oh, this was the uh, near misses or near death experiences in motorsport as <laughs> a media person, as a photographer or otherwise. Yeah, I know you've had a couple, Dan. I know I've definitely had a couple. Yeah, it's Andy definitely. I, I don't know. Andy has to go out and work. I don't know. <laughs> Thing is, though, I imagine Just walking out. Of- Andy, Andy's seen some horrific accidents in his time working, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's not nice at all, and that could be. Um, I've seen some awful stuff, like with accidents on the track and bits of cars mm. flying off. And you do, you do think, oh, if I was at that spot, I would have been absolutely nailed. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a few times. So, it's, yeah, it's not just that as well. Because I mean, I've seen guys. Fortunately, I've not been there where anyone's had. In fact, well, well, I've seen guys that have been properly debilitated doing speedway. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, in quite serious ways at events I've been at and, and in even more serious ways uh, for people that I know that have that were at events I wasn't at. Yeah. And sometimes it kind of just makes you go what what the fuck am I even doing here? Yeah, you know? yeah, you can start to, yeah, 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 you do. You, 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 you doubt the whole thing, you know, the, the, the risk versus reward sometimes it just mm-hmm. doesn't quite, quite add up. I think, uh, I think we have got very, I think um, what's the best way of putting this? We've definitely dodged a bullet several times, I'd say, uh, as, as awful as that expression is. I'm just trying to think like of times when I know I should have been wiped out um, and I got lucky and now it's a funny story. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like, the, I mean, that time, I probably mentioned on the podcast before, but when I was in Greece and I thought that I would be there was no rules at this racetrack i was at in greece it was more of a go-kart track and we were um, there's these these mental cars in the king of europe drift series and um adam Kreni, the monster driver um comes past me i get a cracking shot of him 
and then I realized that he was literally, well, he literally brushed my trousers um, because I looked through <laughs> my, I looked through my 16 mil lens and I'm at 16 mil and he is filling the entire frame perfectly. And I'm like, Oh God, like, I think I've, that was a close call. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, and that was so stupid of me because then I was like, what had happened if I had been hit? You know, your mind plays tricks on you. Um, yeah. That's probably one of my worst ones. I mean, what about, what about you, Paps? Um, I think the worst, well, I've had near, near incidents with dragsters. I've had incidents with drifters. Oh, God, you had one. Didn't you have a dragster crash at the wall oh. where you were? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, not quite as good as the so there's Kind of reminds me of there's another photographer, British photographer called Andy Wilshire, who had mm-hmm. something like much worse than I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, everybody's seen drag racing. You line up, you do a burnout, off mm-hmm. you go. Um, so... At Santa Pod, casually minding my own business, taking photographs as you do. Mm-hmm. So um, back in like the 1980s. <laughs> back in the 80s, you know, on the film, yeah, like yeah. hand winding, like yeah. Yeah. that's it, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I had a, a pro mod car, mm-hmm. which is. Is that based. quite. A, does that look like a car or is it one of the crazy things? So it looks like a car ish. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So it's essentially a space frame with a carbon fiber body, right? And that has doors. Okay. So that's the kind of thing. But you're still talking three and a half, four thousand horsepower. Nice, nice. So lined up, just doesn't burn out. Casual, you know. Yeah. Um, and sometimes they do get a little bit squirrely, but basically, when he's going along, he's just gone a little bit sideways, and then gripped. Oh no! Which is obviously instantly launched him forwards at a dead straight angle to where I was kind of stood. So I kind of turned slightly. You know, when you're looking through it, you're going, he's coming towards me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've kind of like brought my face away from the camera, turned and just held the button down. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to die. You had a, you had a um, sequence, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. So I've got a couple of sequences where it's just getting closer and closer. But I actually felt part of the car brush oh. past me with something overhanging the wall. Oh, mate. Covered in absolute stuff, and I just sort of stood there. It was like it then bounced out of the wall and carried on down the track. I just sort of stood there, like, hmm, I'm okay. And all the other photographers along the wall just looking at me, like, Are you yeah, all right? That's, I'm like, the, that's the thing. <laughs> whenever like, it's mad, isn't it? Because whenever something bad like that happens, you're in the moment, you're capturing it, you're looking through the lens, and then you look around, and it's everyone else's faces that make you realize, yeah, oh my, that was close. Like, you don't realize how close it was until yeah. they're like, That was like. How are you not dead? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna die anyway. I might as well get a shot. <laughs> but the speed they move at is kind of, it's deceiving because they move a lot faster than you realise. A lot faster than a road car mm-hmm. physically can when you get into the big kind. Well, of and also when you're stuff. when you're looking through the lens, it's kind of hard to judge. Yeah, speed speed and distance from you. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, especially when you're on that wider kind of end of, say, 24 mil. It's kind of like, oh, it's miles away. I, it's like, no, you can, you can put your hand out and touch it. <laughs> I have, I actually have a story from when I was in Poland once. I was in Karpacz, and this didn't happen to me, but I witnessed it because I, I was in a different position um, further up the track. But basically, um, it was a two-gay race, so they'd closed a section of street up the side of the mountain. Um, is this the one where you went from you went on top of the 
Yeah, up on top of the ski slope. Ski jump. Ski yeah, jump. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was up at the slope. But this is before, I think it was after I'd done that. So, uh, yeah, I took my brave pills and climbed a, a 1960s ski jump. That was probably stupidest. <laughs> one of the stupidest things I've done for, for work. Um, <laughs> no, you know, no one made me do that stuff. It's just you look at it and go, that would be cool. And then you realize halfway up that you're afraid of heights. Um, the good <laughs> thing is, though, it was cool. It was because cool. Because you could have went up. Oh, took yeah. all your brave, wasted all your brave pills. Yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah, it could and have. you'd have been so annoyed at yourself because you've wasted so much time. Oh, Andy. so at least it was cool. Oh, it was cool, and I remember the worst feeling ever. Right, is I'm up there and it's swaying in the wind, and I'm thinking, mm, okay, well if it's been up for this long, it's probably going to stay up. Uh, and then I was, I got a couple of shots, some really cool stuff that I'm super happy with even to this day, which is rare for me. Um, and then the rain started coming down, and then the thunderstorm. <laughs> <laughs> and thunder and lightning and i was like you got to be kidding me i've climbed all the way up this thing and it's now thunder and lightning and i'm the tallest thing for a million miles like <laughs> so yeah that was a little bit a little bit scary um but that wasn't that wasn't the situation actually um i can't i mean that was lucky i suppose it hasn't come down yet but <laughs> um <laughs> but what happened right is um the what this this drift circuit um the the road went so they launched and then there was a sharpish right and then kind of a, a wiggly straight up the side of the hill to a, like a, a for quite a while until the next left so basically they'd be powering out of that first corner and just come flying up that hill like probably manji slightly um uh, like anyway so i positioned myself so i could catch that initial power down coming out of the first corner so you get all the smoke pouring off the tires so i thought if if i wanted to make them look like the like like a proper like amazing drift car then i'll get them on the power down um so they come so loads of people are lining the left hand side of the road um and obviously that means that you're kind of looking dead on at the car for anyone who hasn't shot drift yeah you, you've kind of got a good angle for it and i'm on a 400 mil so i'm i'm away safe <laughs> yeah. from the action right and i'm i'm planting the bush slightly down from the road just in case anything happens and i'm just 400 mil level with the cars perfect and i can see up ahead of me there's people with like um shorter range lenses and like there's a there's a young girl who's photographing it and um and I, they were to my left anyway car comes around i see it hits the outer curb um, I crap, get that photo. In fact, I've probably put that one out on my Instagram and stuff, but there's a photo of it and you see it clip and snap a spoke on the outside curb. Then that causes him, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Uh, that causes him to sh- come back and he, he wallops the, the, um, the outs- so he's walloped the outside, he hits the inside where we all are and he hits it so hard that the wheel shears from the, from the hub and starts Ooh. yeah starts Ooh. bouncing so the car comes to a very abrupt end because the whole rear drive shaft the whole rear subframe just digs into this mud and just kind of like goes to flip and then stops and it was like the most amazing thing ever um but the wheel keeps going right now i've at this point gone there's a fucking wheel coming towards me <laughs> and i and i don't swear very often but i was terrified at this point um <laughs> and there's a wheel coming towards me now i duck down and i see that people are running and this this wheel's bouncing along at probably like 60 70 mile an hour <laughs> and this <laughs> this poor girl she is she has decided to run not down the hill she's running in a straight line where the car was going and everyone's shouting at her saying dive down the hill dive down the hill and she's not diving down the hill and this wheel bounces bounces smack on her back she goes oh. out. honestly absolutely brutal and the only reason i'm telling this is that she is okay but honestly one of the worst things i've ever seen like she was cut off in, a, in an ambulance but i found out she was absolutely fine because i was like oh my god i think i just saw someone get wiped out like that is awful but she went down so that's, fast that's a lot of 
moving momentum. Oh man, I that's a lot of weight. That's a lot of inertia. It was, and I, f- right. I felt, I felt so sorry for her because she's obviously was like, I need to get away from this, and she just thought fastest line, you know, is to run oh. straight, and yeah. it, it was just the wrong move at this time. But that was the worst one I've seen, and that's just like, I the... mean, what's the weight of a wheel? Oh man, ish thirty kilos. Oh yeah, yeah. Going, going at twenty five mile an hour. That's you know. Jesus, she's lucky. Oh, mate, mate, it was it was horrific. Like that is probably the way, and it didn't happen to me, but I still felt like, oh my god. Um, as for like, yeah, did someone just die? Yeah. Is that Anne Powers Coke? Uh, oh, hello, Dave. Oh, hello, oh Dave. My god, it's Dave. <laughs> we have a drop in. We've we've already said you're not here, Dave. Uh, well, I'm not really. I I just swung by after the pub. I think Dave's you're had a very few beers. windy. Dave. <laughs> I think, Dave's had a few beers. I think Dave's Dave, had a few Dave's beers. near death experience. He's just told us. Uh, <laughs> Lobbing Dan seventy to two hundred out of the boat. <laughs> no, 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 no. We were just Dave. That is very windy, man. All right, I'll stop. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that is Thanks, insane. Dave. I think he's actually on a full-on jog after like ten beers. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, that was that is definitely one of my one of the worst. But was ones. that Anne Poe's keck that you're talking about? No, it wasn't. I don't think so. No, because oh, she got hit by a motocross bike at Arena Cross, and she had a terrible accident. No, no, this was a, a photographer in Poland. Um, but it was. They got it, smashed by a car wheel. Yeah, smashed by a car wheel. But she was absolutely fine. Um, after obviously that must have been out of a shock though. But um, no, so yeah, that was that was pretty wild. Have you had any close calls yourself, Andy? Other than. <sighs> no, not really. I mean, I've had like a couple of like, like a fallen, a fallen down. Yeah, I fall down a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Just. Uh, just like I've, in my life, I have broken my ankles like oh, three times. Misery. So if at any point I feel like my ankles kind of going over, mm-hmm. my like now I've just got this sort of instinct, this reflex, just to collapse my whole body. Yeah. So not to put weight on it. Mm. So like I've done that in uh, an arena cross track in Belfast. Oh yeah. In front of about twenty thousand people. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. And on, only <laughs> like five thousand of them noticed. You, you know, just reminded I mean? me. Yeah, you just reminded me of one myself. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, I think I've done it at a speedway track. I've, 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 I've done it in many places. It's, it's the cheer yeah, you get when you fall over, isn't it? That's when you, yeah. <laughs> you think. The, 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 the best thing was that I thought I'd, I kind of thought I'd maybe got away with it, mm-hmm. and no. then uh, Ash Palmer, who <laughs> used to work for Monster, yeah. And Mike Lacey. Oh yeah, they were both up in the in the box enjoying the hospitality mm-hmm. in Belfast. <laughs> and the first thing the two of them said to me when I came when I saw them afterwards, oh, it was a nice nice little fall you had there, Andy. <laughs> like, Fuck off, boys. <laughs> Literally thought thought you'd cleared it. I remember um, yeah. running running. Uh, I was at the track in Bordeaux in France, and um, there's a uh, there was like a big sandbank in the middle that split the two sides of the track um and i remember running along that and absolutely face planted uh like it was uh, the worst part is it wasn't nothing else was happening so people would have just been staring at the track and there's me with like all my gear just straight down in the sand and i remember getting up thinking no one saw that you just hear like a massive cheer from the whole crowd <laughs> it's like oh man yeah Bollocks. that was not good but yeah that was obviously not life-threatening just a massive ego uh yeah <laughs> ego smash um just hope these things are before instagram stories oh, 
Oh, definitely, man. I mean, <laughs> it's like that time. I mean, I said it on the first podcast, but the time that I was trying to be all cool, you know, my first job, uh, and I fell down in the mud and slid the whole way down at Lydon Hill um, uh, and covered my, my cords because for some reason I was wearing cords uh, in mud. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> how times. That is just you, Dan. To me, that's just you. Just like, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. How, how times have changed like i actually have yeah. wet weather gear now uh <laughs> but for yeah, yeah for a see, long time. funny enough my next one dan was with <laughs> oh, yeah. you oh what's that then in in norway on a frozen oh, lake oh my god the ice yes <laughs> yeah so this is us in uh Gatville on ice on yeah. one of the few occasions that it happened you know yeah. happily just wandering along and then it's kind of like oh this is getting a bit slushy we're on a frozen lake by the way everyone we're yeah by the way yeah this is off land yeah. On the lake. Yeah, yeah, on the lake. And kind of, well, we we walk, we walk along the snowbank a little I bit. I think you're going to paint me in a very bad picture on this story. <laughs> no, no, honestly, I would have done what you would have done. Yeah. What well, I did, but, I did. Yeah. yeah. As I was uh, wandering along, right, goes down, mm-hmm. goes down a lot further than I expected into wet. Oh, yeah. Which is uh, obviously where the lake melted slightly. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, that's it. I'm going down. <laughs> I'm going to sink. And I turn round to like Dan as if to say, help, help me before I die. And there's Dan like, fuck you, Paps. Off he goes. I was Up off. Honestly, I was gone. like, I was like, you'll be fine, Paps. If I come over to you, we'll both die. I'll see you later. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Let's go. I was like, honestly, just Dan just leaving. I'm like cool oh that was the worst that is actually um, the worst thing i abandoned you and, and you literally were you were up to your waist at one point oh i fell through into a snowbank up to my waist yeah that nice. wasn't too bad because it was literally just where the where they plowed the snow off ah, to the side right um but it was literally the one up to kind of calf level into cold water yeah and it was like that is water. That's that is, not frozen lake anymore. That, that was such a like that was such a sketchy event because obviously um, standing on the frozen lake and in the morning it's fine and then as you get towards the later in the afternoon I remember when like, the sun's on it. Well, yeah. that's it. Yeah, when the sun's on, it. I remember standing there, bang in the middle, and um, one of the cars drives past like full on drift. Uh, it looks incredible, and then I felt I genuinely felt the ground go up and down like a wave. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, that's not good. And then you just see all these cracks just forming across the whole circuit um and i think there was a there, section... there'll be points where yeah. it gets wetter and wetter and where yeah. the cars go rutting it and yeah. then all of a sudden they're like yeah don't drive in that bit because you'll go through you've now yeah you've now broken through and you're like and we're there standing there two feet away from it going what oh, <laughs> they're, yeah. they're like shout at us in norwegian and we're like what the fuck are you want about, you want about? <laughs> did, uh, oh. did, did larry chen not go through the ice at that Larry yes, had a similar ice. issue. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, I think he went through the year before, didn't he? He was, um, yeah, he was there. Uh, was it the year before. Yeah, I yeah. mean, we, we, uh, I do remember Paps going through, and it was one of those moments where I think I, I was shouting encouragement from the side. As soon as I knew I was on land, I was like, "Just roll out of it, Paps!" And Paps is like, "I can't." <laughs> like, you could just see him absolutely <laughs> stuck. I was like, "I'll save your cameras." Um, but yeah, yeah was, throw them. <laughs> throw your cameras. No, that was that was a sketch. One. I'd actually forgotten about that, mate. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was the that. funniest Gat Bologna ice moment ever uh, for me. Uh, it was the funniest moment. It was another photographer. I'm just like, yeah. oh, I'm going to die. That, I was just I thinking literally that we, like, oh. yeah, that is That was probably, yeah, that's the closest one. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yes. There's definitely been some good ones. I'm sure there's many more. I just can't think of any on the top of my head. But I mean, anybody that's 
shot adrift event has oh. had something fly at their face. Yeah, guaranteed. Speedway, Speedway mate. Speedway. Oh, that's yeah. something else. That is. I, 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 I wear a hat and a hoodie. Yeah, and like thirty <laughs> degrees, but we, just because just it's debris. Exactly. Yeah. You just yeah. get absolutely covered. Oh, it's wild. I couldn't actually believe how much you get covered in it when I did it with you. And it's because Rallycross yeah. I thought was bad, but Speedway's on a whole other level. Like that's just yeah. they literally are aiming for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it, yeah. it's wild. But um, no, I think I think doing what we do, like doing the whole motorsport stuff, you will you will have moments where you you thank you, yeah. you, you use one of your nine lives. That's like I'm adamant. That but this I'm is also why they get you to sign uh, waivers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and also like it's not you know it's no joke to anyone listening who does it. Like it's is safety i know it sounds boring but safety as i've got older as well safety is very important like i i have longer lenses not just because they look awesome but also because it mm. gets me further away from the absolute mentalist like yeah. <laughs> um it's all these little things it's it's you do start to appreciate trying to come home at the, at the end of a job yeah i mean everything anything can happen i mean i've been yeah. next to a top fuel dragster that's blown a fuel line and oil lines Bloody hell! So obviously, yeah. as it's doing, it's, as it launches, that's like eleven thousand horsepower. Yeah, pumping gallons of fuel, and it's just like all we heard was the supercharger winding down and stuff oh getting God. sprayed everywhere, yeah. which was half catching fire as you were going past you and spraying you with fuel, which is nitromethane. So you're like, why is that, my face hurt? Why yeah. do I sting? That's that stuff's nasty. Is that the one that um, gets rid of all the? Um, it's basically water. cyanide gas. Yeah. 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 So nitromethane's horrible. It's like it's sweet tasting. It has a sweet taste to it. Yeah. When you, especially when you get it in your face unintentionally. <laughs> um, That's why I try to tell the wife all the time. <laughs> 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 That's that's a life and, that's a life and death situation. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> that's scary. But no. yeah, but it's literally that like Oh, that's just exploded next to me. Great. Oh, that's that's why like, big dragsters have jackets around like the gearbox that haven't run a supercharger, things like that. Yeah, trying to try to hold it back. No, it's that's that's nuts. Yeah. It is. It's, it was a yeah. It's. I'm sure there'll be many, many more though. Uh, yeah. We, I mean, I love motorsport. I love yeah. it. You know, I mean, it's dangerous. That's the thing. I also like the risk of it. Do you know what I mean? Makes, yeah, exactly. And that's what makes it fun. Yeah, it is. Definitely. Um, you know, yeah. and obviously you lose the kind of danger maybe in our next topic Dan oh you? yeah yeah true I mean yeah. I've I've kind of uh, we, we've 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 chatted a lot actually now so we're gonna this one's gonna run on for a little bit longer than our, our usual uh, usual hour but I have one last topic tonight which we can kind of touch on and we've got a couple of cool things to talk about so my topic is um, basically I'm if, if I, when I have time to chill, I love playing video games. That's like one of my one of my things I really enjoy. Um, I built a VR sim rig so I could do it whenever I wanted to because I, I really wanted to be a rally driver and do track days, but I don't want to buy a car. <laughs> uh, so, so the VR sim might rig have been cheaper to buy a car. It probably would actually by the time I finish with it. But basically, I put all that <laughs> together. Really wanted to do it. Um, to me, the rise in video games is is awesome, and we get some amazing games. So I just wanted to chat to you guys what you think about like basically video games and whether it translates to real life, you know, in some way, um, in the sense of like experience, learn, and the thrill. Uh, and see what you guys think and what you play basically <clears throat> driving wise because I think oh, sorry I was waiting I was waiting for Paps to talk yeah Paps I was just wondering here. yeah he does have a really good story which you did yeah. mention on so I mean we're touching on it. I, I haven't played real sort of racing games for a long time mm-hmm. um, 
because I'm, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just not some things I really like and really get into, and then sometimes the racing games just frustrate me too much. Yeah, fair enough. Because you're, you know, it's trying to do something in such a fine kind of time and things like that, and I'm just like, I just want to rally stuff around and crash into things. You, yeah, I mean, you played talking about that. You played so, so maybe for you, it's not the simulators like like Dirt Rally. It would be more the original Dirts and stuff like that. You know, like the chem yeah, more the original Dirts. Yeah. Um, Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. Well, I say that though. I mean, there's that massive. I'm I'm a massive fan of simulators, but at the same time, I love spending hours driving around Forza Horizon. Like anything. Yeah. Like Forza yeah. Horizon, y like fun. It rewards you. You get all your cool cars that you wish you could own, um, and and drive and stuff. And it's yeah. So it's different, isn't it? I suppose it's. But is Forza Horizon the one that's basically Scotland? Yeah, it's kind of Scotland and some of England is represented. Yeah, right? yeah. that kind of north yeah. bit of the day. Yeah, it's very, very cool. And you also have like uh, Shetland Islands, I believe, are on it, which is the yeah. add-on, which I'm having a great fun on. But that to me, like, I love that game. Did, you, did you get the add-on? I did, yeah, I did. It's, it's very cool. Like um, Fortune Island, I think it is called. Yeah. Yeah. It's... It, it's very cool man it's it's really cool like driving they do have like crazy amount of northern lights um <laughs> i think every other night <laughs> is the northern lights but it's it's a, again this is what i love about it is that having worked in motorsport for so long around so many cool cars i love then being able to jump into the assortment of hoonigan cars on forza and race around in them that's yeah, that's just yeah. like it just feels drive, amazing drive your hoonicorn rounds exactly exactly been able to drive the hoonicorn yeah. round and after having shot it um uh, and and worked with the teams and stuff and then going on and driving some extraordinary cars uh, it does feel pretty cool like it's uh, and that's just a, like a fun game well i think you play yeah. that as well don't you andy yeah i play that on occasion yeah, yeah. yeah. do you so would you on that topic, would you prefer? Because do you have Forza Seven, the racing? I uh, I have Forza Seven and Forza Horizon. And you always go to Forza Horizon over Forza Seven. Uh, for for a Forza game, yeah, I tend to play Forza Horizon because yeah. you can play it with a controller. Ah, uh, yeah. Because uh, for me to to set up the wheel and stuff, it's just it's a bit of a rigmarole at the minute. Because I don't unlike you, I don't have a proper sort of setup. No, like, for... a, like a rig thing. So, and I, I, and I don't like my wheel just sitting out. No, that's it, fair enough. It's, it's, it, there's that many cables and stuff that it's just, it's a bit of a messy. Oh man, so don't talk so. to me about that. I'm, I am, I think, I mean, <laughs> I go with things I'm a bit obsessive about it. Every cable's hidden on everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everything there's nothing wrong with that, Dan. That's no, fine. man, everything's trunked. Everything's run through inside you know connectors and stuff it's all oh yeah it's a yeah. bit it's a bit obsessive <laughs> but, and it's great when you want to upgrade something and you're like oh no yeah i have had this i have had this. one of the best ones is on this new desk setup i've done i put one of the monitor cables around the wrong way um and so that that involves oh. me having to take the entire monitor mount off and it's all the the monitor cables run through the center of the monitor mount so it's all hidden oh, so it's like a is it visa <laughs> mount visa mount something uh, like that? yes yeah and it, it was yeah it was basically put me back like an hour or two which is uh, yeah. great. Oh, but, <laughs> but these things no. happen but no with i mean i just think that video games right now are they're so much fun and uh, and you also have the realism so like for example my sim rig um i genuinely feel like i can't i love playing like project cars too um playing a gt race surrounded by other you know ai or other real humans and then racing in yep. vr feels amazing like that to me yeah. is just like it genuinely is so, so immersive so what what are your your sims then what what are you playing 
What am I playing? Well, for me, yes. um, if I want to make myself feel sick, it's Dirt Rally in VR. Um, <laughs> that's definitely the sim that I will go to if I want to show people. Um, which get... apparently the new one isn't in VR. Is that right? That's right at the moment. Yeah, I think they're going to add it, which is what they did right. with the old one. So I think we're going to get like an Oculus patch because I use Oculus Rift for anyone interested. Sure. Um, and that's simply because when i first got it it was kind of i like the fact it had one sensor and you could just run which is all you really need for driving it's just one sensor um and i was like perfect but anyway the i could talk about that at a later time on another podcast we can talk about setups and stuff because people might be interested but um with regards like my other sims for me i was a massive fan of project cars the original um i did some work with uh, nick hamilton at british touring cars and every time we had a moment between him racing we would talk about uh project cars because he was obviously working on it and i was very interested in his um contributions to that game so it really got me pumped up to play it um Mm -hmm. and same project cars too as well because he told me all about that and i was like i've got to get involved in that as well so for me the simulators with the wheel and the full vr setup is project cars like that is my favorite simulator uh right and then most recently because of uh like obviously working and and hanging out with gianni he has uh, well he introduced me to like a set of corsa and to all the drift modifications you can get for a set of corsa so we've been playing a lot of that and that is that is awesome like (laughs) see that that's that's the what that's the game i think make me get uh, a demon PC. Oh, uh, dude! I, I, I don't like PCs. No, I, I, I have no time for them, no patience <laughs> for them. But I've seen so many videos of, of uh, a set of Corsa and the mods on oh, all that gubbins. The mods are just... unbelievable, Andy. Honestly, like being yeah. like we going out in because we have like these crazy car kits that that give you like um an rx7 fc with a v8 you know what i mean and it genuinely sounds and feels in vr like you're in an rx7 with a v8 um and you are drifting along with other people and you're looking out the side window and drifting and it's just like this is this is mental like (laughs) yeah that so that's really changed my perspective because i found like project cars very serious i was very much like going into online lobbies qualifying yeah Yeah. do you know what i mean like it's it's a serious game i know exactly what you mean um a set of courses the first simulator racing game where i've spent time just racing and chilling it hasn't felt competitive if that makes sense um could be because i'm doing drifting yeah well i mean also i mean things like because I saw it this week, there's a, a is it the Canyons mod or something? Oh right, yeah. Where basically someone's mapped the entire like uh, like the Hollywood Hills. Oh no way! So you can go like on That's Canyon, insane. you know, like sort of Magnus Walker style Canyon runs up the, but obviously it's they're twisted as well, so you can like do That's two awesome. drifting. That's awesome. And apparently it's you know like twenty six kilometers or something. Oh man! I mean, and it, it, what I've got. Uh, well, Johnny and I have got a level where it's basically a collection of drift tracks. Um, so you can drive from Abisu down a road and turn up at Driftland. Uh, you can drive from yes. Driftland um, into like other, other. Well, there's like Sakubas on there, I think, and there's some other incredible circuits from around the world. And you're just like cruising around these racetracks all in one map so you just it's amazing like you load up one map and then you just spend hours just chatting and be like should we just go drift drift land yeah sure let's go do it (laughs) it's it's unreal that is the game that i think that's probably the game most recently that i've put the most time into like sim and i feel like that's the other thing actually it's a good so i've worked with drifting 
and I've mm-hmm. been uh but I've never actually drifted so I've never actually been you know I've never done that myself other than a school day and when I went to do the school day at Driftland actually um I had the hang of it simply based on what I'd seen and what I'd done on the sim rig yeah. <laughs> yeah so it genuinely it was not it wasn't just what i watched but i knew what i was doing with my hands simply because of what i'd been doing in the sim rig so when i've been playing a set of course and drifting around i knew what i had to do and it was like the pedal work and all that because it's all the same it technically it's inputs it's it's entirely transferable it's it's so weird to be able to like get in a real car i mean that's that's like there's the oh the kid that's an f1 uh, lando norris oh yeah he does like hours of sim racing as practice mm-hmm. because you don't have to hire a track you don't have to get engineers you don't have to uh you know have everything ready all the safety the marshals etc to go and practice a track no that's you, it you can put in 10 hours in your front room and this kid drives for like mclaren or something i don't i don't know so cool. i'm not an old mm. f1 guy but you know he, he's in f1 mm-hmm. that's and awesome. that's what he does He's got two giant sims set up in his front room. <laughs> that, see, and, I, I think there's a lot to be said for it, man. I think you can... I mean, I don't know about you. Like, I, I used to do a lot of uh, trips to Nürburgring, and the only reason why I felt confident even going there in the car that I spent my entire earnings on like as a student was because I had done a million laps on fours of four back in the day, and I knew where all the corners were. So, like, I, I had no idea about the undulations or the sense of speed, but I at least yeah. knew where the corners were. Uh, and that's how I learned that entire circuit. But, you, but even then, now do you feel like with the way uh, some recent mm-hmm. some bricks and some simulators themselves mm-hmm. have gone, you're you're more aware of the undulations and the change in? Uh, I think you are, yeah. I mean, especially the undulations, especially in VR. Because I remember the first time I fired up Dirt Rally, which is obviously full of undulations. Um, yeah. And I pulled away in Dirt Rally, my stomach went. And I went over like a bump or I drip, dropped down into a valley to then rise up. I was like, oh, hang on a minute. Like my brain's telling me that I've just done that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that was the first time I was like, oh man, this actually is a good, s- I could learn a lot doing this. Like <laughs> this yeah. is a skill. Um, I, I, I mean, Dirt Rally especially, you have to, you, the, the way you drive it, you have to be so like, it's, you have to focus so yeah. intently on what you're doing. Yeah. Because you, you'll just crash. And obviously, it's not like a real rally car. You don't write a thing off. And... No, no, that's the other thing. That's the other good thing about digital, isn't it? We don't smash yeah. these cars. <laughs> um, it's a bit... Talking about transferable skills, though, perhaps you were mentioning something, actually, before we were recording. Is it... Yeah, so Michelle Westby, I mean, a lot of people in the UK will know her as a, a drifter. Mm-hmm. That's where she kind of... And stunt driver um, as well. Yeah, uh, yeah she was yeah. part of the Fast Live production when it was mm-hmm. there. Um so one of her kind of challenges to herself was to get herself a race license. So do the old test and all of that. Mm-hmm. Now, having never actually driven on a circuit on a track day with other cars, you know, and driven, you that's know, it, outside of drifting, she's never, that's outside of drifting. Right, okay. So drifting, never, never grabbed. Yeah, never gripped. Yeah. So <laughs> drifting, you have your couple of corners and you have one other car. She's never been on a circuit where there's other cars. Mm-hmm going very fast and then you're obviously you're following proper b- lines and braking and all of that so she spent a lot of time with a company called cranfield simulation who right, okay build sim rigs mm-hmm. um and i've been looking at their website and some of the stuff they actually make is phenomenal so they have 
proper um they use vr headsets much like yourself it's a lot of their own software i believe because they do aerospace mm-hmm. rigs as well um but they have g-force kind of things that in the seats in some of the rigs there's airbags that push against you to mimic right. that's the pressure cool. you'd feel that, that's from nice. going that's, around that's the corner amazing. that's amazing yeah um, everything down to the weight of the steering wheel, so they they model cars. So one of the things I actually had kind of sort of picked up on was the weight of a a proper F1 car level almost. Oh wow! Like the sheer strength it takes to turn it is yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. But she's then gone literally the other day, gone down to Brands Hatch again. Literally went out in a a car she's never driven before. Mm-hmm. Um, having tried to unlearn the habits you learn as a drifter mm-hmm. and the way you act on the track, everything, and managed to pass uh, her, both the practical and the, the theory part of the that arts is, test. That's awesome. Um, purely with help from spinning and simulator, sitting there going, right, we're going to Brands Hatch. I need to yeah. kind of learn a little bit of Brands Hatch. And I... I've never driven Brands Hatch, but I've been a passenger on it. And there's mm. one point which is, I can't remember the name of the corner, but it's as you come off the main straight, well, it's it paddock, dips downwards. Paddock Hill Bend. Paddock, paddock Hill, Bend. Hill Bend. Yeah, that's, where that's it's belief. down and right, it's yeah. horrendous. Yeah. It's off camber, yeah. it's downhill, it's blind. I've, you're watched, like, I've watched many people be spat out into the gravel trap there. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's that kind of corner. You're like, nah, yeah. I'm all right. Yeah. yeah. But to be able to learn that kind of where you're going... What not to do is the other thing. Um, is actually quite impressive. That's fantastic. From so, a, from a sim so, yeah, rig, from sim rigs, to being on the track for the first time ever in a car. It was a Peugeot two hundred six, three hundred six, some kind of GTI three hundred seven, mm-hmm. two hundred seven. See, that's awesome, to, man. That that just shows that there is, you know, yeah, there's credibility. There's so that. much in sim rigs that it's unbelievable. I mean, just looking through their website, some of their rigs are like one hundred and forty grand. Bloody hell! Right, you know, like four thousand, five thousand pounds steering wheels. Yeah, that's... that may be the third car in my garage. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, the rig. You could drive anything you want then. I can drive. Everything. You can have anything you want. That makes total but sense. Can... All different kinds of setups for different kinds of cars, GT cars to open wheeled kind of cars, different kind of gearboxes, and everything can be set up to feel. You say if you go and go, I want to drive this particular car mm-hmm. they'll try and get it as close to that as they can if not the same that's fantastic. and these are guys that have raced they know what you should and shouldn't be doing yes yeah, so you you, can, you know you don't learn bad habits and so on you can yeah learn. it obviously it downloads all your data yeah. where you sit there and go oh yeah i was flat out through that corner and go no you weren't <laughs> you could do a lot better than that that's very cool that's so very they're literally cool. talking to you going this is what you need to do this is what you can't do and it's that kind of like you said, Dan, you're learning tracks from driving on on a game. Yeah, it's got, Fair honestly, enough, you like, might. I think it's fantastic. I think it's awesome where it's going and and what we can learn from it as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's everything that the mapping that you see in some games, of like the the Nordschleife, mm-hmm. is well, I just mean, a, lot, a terrifying a lot, track. A lot of them are like laser scanned now and stuff for these games yeah. as well. Yeah. So they're like they're damn near millimetric perfection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, it's the, like, the it's like it's incredible isn't it? it's like ordnance survey maps like they're literally but it's, 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 i mean i used to do that sort of thing yeah. so i know a, a bit about it but mm. it's it, it's it's beyond ordnance survey that's in awesome. terms of the, the detail it's 
it's it's staggering. If they've, if I mean, because I'm sure as Project Cars is laser scan track. I think it is. I think, I they, think they're quite. Pro- I they, they advertise. I racing as well. Yes, I racing is scan tracks, and like I've I've I've, I've laser scanned some things in my time, mm-hmm. and it's 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 shit. <laughs> it's awful. Like I, I laser scan. It's very long. I was involved with laser scanning the roof of Edinburgh Waverley Station before it got re. Oh done. my god! Right. And I, I was on nights for about six weeks, just doing one roof. Oh. So it takes. So is that the old um, the old light? Yeah. Contraction. Yeah. Yeah, but as well, it, it's, but it's like that. But it's like it's basically a spinning laser, and then you move it five meters, and it does a, a three sixty sweep, oh measuring everything. Yeah. And the data cloud that you get is, is ridiculous. And to do that on something on on a, on a racetrack that's you know miles long, mm. and you have to do it, and it, your the your data points are only good to a certain extent, and you've got to measure. Laser scanning is no joke. So for for them to do that on <laughs> yeah. on, video on game. racetracks for a video game, yeah, you, you know the level of detail that these guys put into making these games is is that's is phenomenal. It is so. I know, I'm, I, I'm excited to see where it all goes, and I definitely want to come back to video games at some point because I want to talk to people about the rig uh, and I'm, I'm sure yes. we can because I want to hear about your rig because yeah. it's going to make me spend money <laughs> well, well definitely <laughs> in, a, in a next podcast or, the, or, or coming soon we will talk about the rigs and, and try and give some people some ideas some pointers to start because I think that would be quite cool um, and hopefully people enjoy that but I think for tonight we are done and if you guys are, are happy I think we'll call it a night and it's been it's been a good one though so thank you very much boys Thank you very much. Thank you, Dan. Right, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this has been the Fueltopia podcast. It's been a pleasure to share all of this with you. We've really enjoyed it. Thank you as ever for listening, and we look forward to the next time. Bye.